Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't worry, we got all kinds of stuff here. But let's just do a couple do a couple political things first. Now, you know what the system is. We've talked about it a million times. You know about the system. And you know the purpose of the system. Protecting itself. That, it, that's its entire purpose is protecting itself. We, we mentioned this a little bit yesterday, but the communists are well aware of how it looks that they're indicting and arresting the leading Republican candidate to be the nominee. They know how that looks. You're going to see a very focused effort to legitimize this process. You're going to see this relentlessly, and you're already seeing it. You're going to see every news organization and law professor and people talk about how legitimate this process was and definitely not political. Remember, that's why the Biden administration refuses to comment on it. 
They've stayed totally quiet and won't comment on it. They don't want to look like they're at all involved, even though they're very clearly involved. They don't want to look like they're involved. And Jack Smith. Jack Smith is going to get the saint treatment. Remember remember what they did to Robert Mueller when they started the Mueller investigation? I remember it like it was yesterday. Trump gets elected. That useless idiot, Jeff Sessions, immediately gives appoints a special counsel, just hands the communists a special counsel. Oh, no, it would be wrong for me to get involved. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, immediately give a special counsel. Robert Mueller spends the first two years kneecapping Trump's agenda. The media launched a Robert Mueller is the second coming of Christ campaign, and they never backed off it for two years, trying to legitimize what he was doing. It's already begun for Jack Smith. We've just been told that Donald Trump has entered the courtroom. Also in the courtroom is the special counsel, Jack Smith. And I want to spend a moment on Jack Smith because he is essentially who Donald Trump is up against. Jack Smith is someone who has run over and competed in over 100 triathlons. He was reportedly at one point hit when he was on his bike by a truck. And 10 weeks later, he ran another triathlon. Whoa. This is a man of a lot of grit and a lot of determination. And even what we have seen in these indictments is just a sliver of what they know and his prosecutorial team knows, right? His aggressive approach to... Uh, One, geez, lady, is that show rated PG? Good grief, that was a lot. Two, I love the end part. These indictments are just a fraction of what he knows. No, you've got to. No, they actually have to tell the defense team what you're you're charging him with. <laughs> that's that's what he knows. Those are the charges. Are they going to come up with new charges? Of course, but those are the charges. Now, there's something else I want to bring up before I get back to the Ask Doctor Jesse questions. Newsmax ran a little story. I want to make sure I give them credit for it about friction in our with us and our allies in the Middle East. And I'll tell you what, gosh, this is so embarrassing. Tel Aviv has long been known as one of the most welcoming cities in the Middle East for the LGBTQ. That's not the case in many neighboring countries where homosexuality is criminal. And that's causing friction as the Biden administration has declared gay rights a foreign policy priority. In June, Turkish activists organized this unauthorized pride march in Istanbul's main square. Police put the city on lockdown. Subways and highways were closed and the square was cordoned off. In Lebanon, a beer commercial that appeared to show a gender non-conforming person received criticism similar to the backlash faced by Bud Light when it partnered with trans social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Here's Vice President Harris last week speaking to the gay community at the NAACP convention in Boston. We are in a moment where there is a full-on attempt to attack hard-fought and hard-won rights and freedoms. Many devout Muslim leaders insist their faith is incompatible with the LGBTQ movement. While the Biden administration prioritizes radical redefinitions of sex and gender in the military, America's enemies are cozying up to one another. Iran is now the number one supplier of weapons to Russia. China purchases more Saudi oil than any nation in the world and recently brokered peace between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Isn't it crazy to think about all this LGBTQ madness? It's going to contribute. The day we get knocked off of being number one in the world, there's no question for a variety of reasons 
that will be a contributing factor. Wrap your mind around that. These coalitions in the world, the coalitions are everything, keep in mind. That's not a small thing he said there at the end. China's buying all the Saudi oil. Iran, Russia, these countries that don't want to drape themselves in the rainbow flag, they pull away from us because they think we're despicable and gross. And let's be frank, in many ways we are. It's despicable and it's gross. And so the countries are pulling away. Okay, America, have a good one. Uh, We're not going to do any more pride parades in Istanbul, and we don't appreciate you promoting such things. It's wild to think about, but it's more than just some fruitcake and a pink feather boa dancing in the street in front of your kids. It's actually going to contribute when America gets knocked off of being top dog. That will be a huge contributing factor. Crazy, right? Gosh. Dear all-knowing Oracle, I must confess my jealousy on the folks that were fortunate enough to join you in Israel. Yeah, what an honor for them. What, Chris? When is, when is the next trip with the Oracle, and will it be closer to home? Um, I don't know when the next trip is going to be. I'll put it to you this way. It's definitely not going to be next year. But that was... It, I loved the trip. I loved spending time with you. It was so much fun. Honestly, the, you know what the most blessed part of the trip was? It, well, actually, there were a lot of them. But when it came to to the people and everything, here was the part that was the best. At one point, I did, uh, at the end of the day, around just kind of a round table, a sit down with a beer at the hotel. Once we all got back, we're all tired and sweaty. I just went and grabbed a beer, and we all kind of sat around. Most of the trip sat, most of the people sat around him. And we were just doing Q&A stuff, just talking. Decided on the last day to do another one. Hey, let's do another one. Whatever, it's final day. We're not going to see each other again the same way. And when I went in and sat down, wife came in, sat down, got a beer. We're sitting in the lobby again. And everyone gathers around again. Everyone pulls up chair, gathers around again. Only pretty much nobody wanted to talk to me. By that point, they had all made so many friends with the other anti-communists on the trip. They all just wanted to soak up their last evening with the friends they'd made there. And I remember looking around and talking and, and leaned in and I talked to my wife about it. I said, that is, that's what it's all about right there. That was the best part of it. The best part was watching people make close friends with all others. And the, the, the difference in demographics was amazing. People of all colors. We had old people there. We had kids there. We had young single dudes there, whole families there. We had old couples there. We had, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. So I loved it. However, I did not enjoy having eight, nine days off work in the middle of the summer. I I did not enjoy that. That part of it was, I don't know why I wish it didn't. It stresses me out when I take time off of work. I'm sure I got that from my father, but when I'm not here, I don't, I'm unsettled. I'm very unsettled and I wish I could just let it go. The wife complains about it. Whenever we take a vacation somewhere, I will start to get unsettled very, very quickly. I should be at work. Why am I not back at work? There's something I, you should take vacation and relax. I should point out in your life too. take some time off and relax every now and then. I don't know why I can't make myself do it. So that part was a problem. It was also expensive. Now, it was very reasonably priced, don't get me wrong, for the trip. And the value was awesome. And the trip was great. But I don't like telling people, hey, just drop five grand on something. Hey, six grand, seven grand. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So I I think it'll happen again. I think. 
definitely not going to be next year, maybe two years, three years from now. I don't know when. One thing I won't ever do again, ever. I will never go over there again in the summertime. That I didn't think about. And I don't know why. I've been there. I've been to that region of the world in the summer, dying in the heat. I wasn't as much worried about me because I was used to Houston weather. You know, me, Chris, and Michael, we're used to Houston. It's, it's, a, it's like 102 to here today. It's brutal here. But there were people that came from all over the country on that trip, including northern parts that are fairly cool. And it was 105 some days, 106. And you're out in it moving around all day long. It was hot. By early afternoon, people were done, man. People were really, really done. They were... They were cashing in their chips by early afternoon. All right, quit. We need. We have a lot more. Oh, crap. We have a lot more Ask Dr. Jesse to go. We're going to deal with some political stuff, the Trump stuff, the convicting. You've got a question about that. We even have food stuff, COVID reckoning, all kinds of other. Oh, oh yes. I actually have a hate email that I'm going to start off with, and it's a doozy. I'll get to that in a moment. But before I get to that, let's do putting your money where your morals are because we brought up college football earlier. What do you do? What do you not do? And I I talked about how conflicted we get. Do you see this movie? Do you watch this sport? Do you not do this? Do you not do that? It's hard. The cell phone you have is easy though. That's the one where we really don't have any excuses because pure talk exists. You don't have to have Verizon. You don't have to have T-Mobile. You don't have to have AT&T. You take 10 minutes on the phone speaking to an American who speaks English at Pure Talk and you switch and you're all of a sudden every month you get the same great 5G network, but you're paying a company that shares and promotes your values and you're doing it for less money. It's not like you have to pay them more for the privilege. My bill got cut in half. That's our easiest way to put our money where our morals are. Pick up your phone and dial pound two five zero and say Jesse Kelly pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly that'll save you an additional 50% off your first month go now I've got an animal inside of me Jesse Kelly you're listening to the Jesse Kelly show it is the Jesse Kelly show I want everybody to pray for me and wish me luck don't worry everything's fine I just, I'm, I've been getting on the smoker, the pellet smoker lately, cause I'm a pit master and I'm about to do my first brisket. I've never done a brisket. I'm, I, we went out and we actually bought good brisket, which was not cheap. Chris, you would have never paid for it. You would have never, you would never pay for good brisket. Anyway, I bought good, we bought good brisket and a little too much. They only sold them in five and a half pound chunks. We don't need five and a half pounds of meat. So it looks like we're eating brisket for the next three weeks in the Kelly Yes, that's all I got, Chris. I'm sorry I'm not feeding a football team. And the bad part about this, I've learned about smoking and cooking in general. This is the bad part of it. There are so many different opinions about everything. And everybody swears that their way is the only way to do it. I've read no fewer than 8,000 websites about how to smoke a brisket in the last 24 hours or so because I want to do this right. And it cost a lot. It was expensive. But rub it down. Put it in the fridge for 12 hours before you put it on. 
Put it in the fridge for 24 hours. When you when you smoke it, smoke it at 180. You have to smoke it at 180. 180 is the best. Oh, no, 180 is stupid. The professionals tell you to smoke it at 225. Make sure you smoke it for four hours. Make sure you smoke it for six hours. I would never smoke mine less than 10 hours. When you're done with that, make sure you wrap it for four hours. Oh, don't ever wrap it. Only losers would wrap it. You hear information from all over the place. I don't even know what side to put up or down. There's a fatty side. We call that the view side. And then there's the other side. And half of them say, but the fat side has to be down. Only the fat side down. And the other half say, what an idiot. Nobody would put the fat side down. The fat side has to be up. At this point in time, I'm just going to go throw it on the sidewalk and pray it turns out okay. But I've decided this is what I'm doing. 180 degrees is what I'm setting it at. I'm going to pull it out of the fridge tonight. I already rubbed it down this morning lovingly. I'm going to throw it on the smoker tonight at 180, and I'll check the temperature when I wake up in the morning. Whenever the temp hits 203, 204, I did read that pretty consistently. That's what the inside temp's going to be. I'm going to pull it off, wrap it in foil, drop it in a cooler for a couple hours, slice and eat it. Chris, that sounds good. You've made them before, Chris? Does that sound like, did I screw any of that up? Is there something I did wrong? Okay, that's what I'm doing, fat side up. It made sense to have the view side on top. That way the fat can, can melt down and the juices can go down into the meat. But again, you have these friggin' pit masters, and I mean these guys who really win awards, and they're out there saying, no, it has to be down. I, I don't know. what. I, I don't know. Either way, wish me luck. Let's get to some hate mail because we have asked Dr. Jesse questions. Jesse. Or no, he didn't say Jesse. He just said, I went ahead and dropped your podcast today. I'm an anti-communist as you were, but I refuse to follow or listen to people who want a reckoning on COVID, but are totally fine with dumping the candidate who's been politically targeted by those communists that you speak about. You're less inspiring when you bend to the will of Karl Rove's of the world. I wish you well, but you're a product of the establishment at this point, captured by your success and not willing to stand up for those who oppose the establishment. Who's he talking about? Is that that's about Trump? Who dropped Trump? What did I say? They didn't say is this because I said Trump's going to be convicted? Is that because he said that? That's what he. That's why he said that. Oh well, couple things, buddy. One, you're stupid. It's not what I said. Two, you're not only stupid, but you're a liar. You're not going to drop the podcast. You're going to keep listening. Every single day. In fact, I bet you, now you probably won't because I'm about to say this, but if I wasn't, if I didn't say this, I bet I would show up on Monday and Chris would have another email from you about something I said on Friday's show. You're not going anywhere. I don't know who you're talking about. Carl Rove, an establishment. And by the way, you said reckoning for COVID. And then in the next breath, you were talking about Trump. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Could be the alternate goal is convicting Trump. This is a new guy. This is a mouthful, so you just stay with me here. I'm going to read this verbatim so you don't think I'm doing anything different. Could, be, could it be the alternative goal? Could it be the alternate goal in convicting Trump, knowing he may very well be pardoned by he or DeSantis, that the pardon then gets challenged in the Supreme Court, then they go after the court if they uphold the pardon. 
He said, I could have said that better, but I listen to you three hours a day, so you understand. <laughs> and his name is Kevin. No, listen. Listen to, uh, about them going after Trump. There's not... Because we're so mortified by what these communists have done to our country, it actually is more comforting. It's easier for us to accept if we think about these people as if they're these James Bond villain movie masterminds sitting around a table full of other supervillains, petting a cat, coming up with grand schemes to take down the right and Republicans and Trump and everyone else. It's actually easier. It's more palpable to think of them like that than just a bunch of rabid animals biting everything they see. But they're just a bunch of rabid animals biting everything they see. The communist worships destruction. He pursues that end. He pursues his God at all times. They've decided Trump's the Antichrist. They're just going to do everything in their power to destroy him. It's not about some Supreme Court strategy or something like that. All right. We're going to talk about Chris. Tater tots. History, watching television, and so much more. First, I want to read you something. Read, I'm going to read you this. We used to keep kibble in the bowl all day, and the dogs would eat when they were hungry. I decided to try rough greens. They added nutrition, and my dogs would just gobble the whole bowl immediately. We now feed them on a schedule, which is no doubt better for them, and I have seen an uptick in their energy for sure. Did you know rough greens? I talk about how it fixed Fred's digestive issues do you have a lethargic dog or a hyperactive dog? Do you know that those things can change when you start giving your dog actual nutrition, right? That's what Rough Greens is, nutrition for your dog. You pour it right on the dog food your dog already likes. Watch him gobble it up. Watch your dog improve. Watch your dog live longer and not only live longer, healthier. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse because that's where they're giving out free Trial bags. You just pay for the shipping. Or you can call them. They're wonderful on the phone. 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during 
during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can still email the show. We're live. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Chris just ruined my smoking experience, my meat smoking, meat smoking experience during the break. Remember, I was talking about the brisket and what I'm going to do. And then Chris just drops this bomb on me that how I cut the meat, how I butcher it is as important as how I cook it. And now he's talking about meat straws and there are straws in there, but they need to be short straws. And I've never seen any straws in any meat in my life. What are you talking about meat straws? You're talking about like the shreds or something? Which direction do I cut it? It's It looks like a stingray. Which direction do I t- cut it? What? What? perpendicular to the meat fibers. Okay, I can do that. I can do that. That's no problem. Now that I know, why didn't you just say that at the beginning, talking about meat straws? Well, I don't know what meat straws are. (laughs) Hi, Jesse. I'm not acknowledging Chris's existence. Good, me either anymore. But let's just say he's real for the sake of this question. When you say what, Chris, on the show, what does he usually do that prompts that kind of reaction? Is it a scoff? A laugh? He shakes his head. 
Oh, give me a break. Uh, Chris is kind of a goody two-shoes rule-following nerd. So oftentimes, I'll say something he thinks is going to get us in trouble and he'll wince or cringe or put his head down in his hands. Sometimes he'll roll roll his eyes when I'm talking about factual things like how I could have been a covert operative. It just totally depends. It It depends on the moment. Pronounced with a soft D, Dr. Kelly, salmon-colored shirtwear. I knew I, I knew I was never going to hear the end of that. You often talk food, just tossing out a gem. Tater tots with garlic salt and pepper air-fried with chicken drumsticks. Drumsticks are superior to wings. Throw a little buffalo ran- and ranch mix in there. Lord have mercy, he says. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. You know, my buddy does, and we're only going to talk food the rest of the show, apparently. My buddy does ribs, my Mexican buddy, Luis, and he does, they're just the best ribs ever. And all he puts on them, all these fancy things, all he puts on them is garlic salt, nothing else. No fancy rubs, no, no this or that. Look at my dad's, you know, burning butthole, Cajun spread, none of that. Garlic salt. He gets basic Garlic salt at the grocery store, spreads it on them bad boys, smokes them, best thing in the world. Garlic salt's underrated. Jesse, I'm a 34-year-old dime, currently watching the old black and white show, The Rifleman. Gosh, I loved that show. Loving it. Have you watched it with your boys yet? No, I haven't. I don't, I don't, we don't watch much TV anymore. We don't watch much TV anymore. Hardly any. Oh, it's, such, it's such crap. And the commercials are crap. Now, the commercials used to be fun. It's hard to explain. Gosh, I sound like an old fogey grandpa. But it's hard to explain to kids these days that commercials used to be fun and funny. Chris, I want you to look up something for me right now. I want you to look up Almond Delight. Almond Delight. It was a cereal. I don't even know if it exists anymore. And they had a jingle back in the day that I... That, that I can still I can still sing in my head almond delight as in I take delight in delicious brisket. What do you mean almond who? No, did I say almond who? I said almond delight. The commercial is almond delight, and there's a song that goes with it. Almond delight. Play your almond who commercial, and I'll tell you if it, that's what it is. I'll, I'll I'll know it right away. Play it for everybody, Chris. This is great radio. Go ahead. Mm, I think I'll pass. Oh come on, wheat rice flakes, lightly sweetened. Mm. False. No, we're looking for a song. And the song is like, gotta get some Almond Delight. Gotta get some Almond Delight. Like, they used to be fun. And it was this cheesy, stupid song. Why can't you find this, Chris? I know it's got to be out there on the internet somewhere. Anyway, keep looking while I move on. But commercials, they used to be fun and funny and normal. You want to laugh your butt off? You want to laugh your butt off? Here's something for you. If you're not driving... If you're home and you want a little blast from the past, hilariousness, go look up these commercials. I think they were Reebok. I'm almost sure. But Terry Tate, office linebacker. Terry Tate, office linebacker. It was a whole series of commercials Reebok did. And instead of trying to sell you pharmaceutical drugs or, hey, oh, look at our newest mixed race family. No, these were just this gigantic office linebacker smearing people in the office for doing things like taking an extra pencil or something and then getting in their faces and screaming at them. Funniest thing ever. What, Chris? What? 
I couldn't sleep at all last night. Yes, turn it up. Think of turn my it up. Almond delight. Almond delight tonight. It tastes too good to wait till morning. It was the best. It was the best. And there's longer versions of that. Yes, that's the Almond Delight. Chris, find me a Terry Tate commercial right now. Sorry, we're just, we're, we're, we've driven this show off a bridge. Terry Tate, office linebacker. You'll find it in a second. Play it. Play it as soon as you find it. Hurry up, Chris. I'm excited. Everyone's wondering. Everyone, you'll find it here in a second. I'll give you a second, Chris. I, 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 I am the Frito Bandido. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them. I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. I, 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 I. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos. All right, Chris, I've given you the length of Frito Bandito. Have you found Terry Tate yet? Now, there's no music involved here. You're going to have to use your imagination. And by the way, if you want to watch the commercial and don't want to search for it, Chris said he's going to put it on the show's Twitter page and Instagram page, right? Can you put it on Instagram too? Is that where is it? Oh, now that I told everyone you are. <laughs> anyway, this will be on. you got to go watch it. Play it, Chris. Play it. When we asked Reebok to send us Terry Tate, some people thought we were crazy. But I'm a firm believer in paradigm breaking, outside the box thinking. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Ago, Mitch! And since Terry's been with us, our productivity has gone up 46%. We're getting more from our employees than ever before. You know you need a cover sheet on your TPS reports, Richard! That ain't no baby! Hey, Terry. Hey, Janice. But what's really impressed me is how Terry's become part of the Felcher family. He fits right in here. To be honest, I wish Reebok sent us 10 Terry Tates. Okay, that's enough, that's enough. You've got to go. Anyway, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to lament on the past. But you sit down now and you try to watch a television show with your kid. It's either a pharmaceutical commercial or it's a Reba, or it's a Nike commercial talking about how oppressed women are. I was always told I couldn't do what the guys can do, but now I can. Or it's a Coca-Cola commercial, and it's nothing but a bunch of gay people making out in it. You used to be able to just sit down and watch a football game, and when the game wasn't on, Terry Tate would be on smearing people in the office, making you laugh. And I honestly, I'm not doing the old grandpa back in my day thing because this was like 10 years ago. This wasn't even ancient history. It's not like they were etching these commercials on stone tablets. It used to just be that way. Life used to just be that way. And then we allowed this cultural Marxist scum to educate generation after generation after generation of our children in America hate and self-hate, and everything sucks, and everything's miserable, and everything everyone's against me, and I'm oppressed, and I'm miserable, and now you don't get that fun anymore. We just listened. I didn't even watch it. I was with you listening. We just listened to a commercial last, laughing our butts off. That's what it used to be. Hopefully, we can get back, all right? All right, one more segment, then we're checking out for the weekend. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show before we're out of here for the weekend. I'll be back to reconvene on Monday, which will, of course, be a Medal of Honor Monday where we're going to have to unpack all the all the news of the weekend. And I realize we have a bunch of emails I didn't get to yet, and I'm going to try to churn and burn through more of these than I, you can possibly fathom. I want to know how many Terry Tate office linebacker videos were watched during the commercial break just now because there's like 20 30 minutes of them on the internet and they're all funny the one where the guy doesn't fill up the coffee pot and he's walking down the hall and you don't see it coming and he just gets smeared from the side oh my gosh i was dying i was dying now before we get to that let's get to this really quickly let's save a life today we're going to save a life because of preborn. And because of an ultrasound, you see a young woman, when she starts seeking out abortion, preborn will try to get a hold of her first. And if they can, they don't scream at her, don't call her a baby killer or a murderer. They simply offer her an ultrasound. That's what really saves these lives is ultrasounds. Why does, why though? It doesn't make sense. Well, she's been lied to by everyone. It's a clump of cells. It's going to ruin your life. Just kill it. No big deal. You go lay down. I remember when I was there for my ultrasounds for my boys. and Well, I guess they weren't mine. I guess we're the wife's. But anyway, I remember them. When you see that little heart pounding away, it's, it's freaking powerful, man. She becomes a mom in that moment. Your $28 buys her that ultrasound. 28 bucks. Pick up your phone. Dial pound 250 and say baby. Pound 250 and say baby. Or go to preborn.com slash jesse. It's all tax deductible, by the way. You give them five grand, you run preborn for 24 hours. 200 lives saved. Preborn.com slash jesse. Sponsored by preborn. All right, it's time. And now. Here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. Designer dog Daimyo and historical oracle. You are subject to all the diseases and smells. You have to go on a time machine back in history. He talks about Dan Carlin or something like that. You're subject to all the diseases and smells. Where would you go? Okay, so you don't get to be in an air balloon. You have to be on the ground. Where would you go? Conquistadors entering Tenochtitlan. Caesar celebrating a triumph. Something different. Where wouldn't you go? Plague-ridden medieval city, the psalm. Well, one, uh, we probably brought this up before on a question similar. I actually would not go to something that I really want to see. I would not go to the sacking of a city. I have always found this to be so fascinating. What did it look like when the, the walls finally crumbled enough in one spot or the siege towers Enough of them got to the walls and people started pouring over the walls. I want to see what that looked like. Soldiers through the streets. But the truth is the carnage would be so unimaginable that the most, the most hardened soldier in the world today who's seen the worst of the worst would probably not be able to mentally take what the sacking of a city would look like. The women, the children. The, 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 horror, the horror of it. So it wouldn't be the sacking of a city. If, if I had to be on the ground to see something, I will tell you this is one that probably not a lot of people would say, 
But it, it might be my number one. Moses parting the Red Sea. Wrap your mind around that. Wrap your mind around what that would look like on the ground. You're standing right behind Big Mose, and he raises up the staff, and a sea not only parts, we have to assume that the sea walls would stay there, right? To create a path for the Israelites to go through. What does that look like as you're marching along the ocean bottom, the sea bottom, looking at walls of water? It would be the most dumbfounding thing in the world. Plus, nobody dies until the Egyptians come in, and then some people do die, but no one dies as they walk through it. The problem with, a lot, with dudes answering this question, what you want to go see, almost all my answers I would regret them the second I got there. Like I said, the sacking of a city. I would want to see uh, a sea battle, especially an ancient one where they're ramming each other. But the truth is that would be awful too. The injuries, the drownings, the death, the screaming, it would be horrible. I would get there and immediately hate myself for the decision. I want to see the parting of the Red Sea. I think that's a good answer. Dear historic, if I say so myself, that's a good answer, Chris. <laughs> Dear historical oracle, how much do you think changes if Stonewall Jackson was not shot? Stonewall Jackson, for you non-history buffs, was the Confederate, one of the great Confederate Civil War generals, and he was just a beast, an absolute beast. Marched his men hard, but absurdly brave in battle. Ended up getting shot by his own men on accident. Friendly fire on the way back. Ends up dying, loses an arm, dies, so on and so forth. The South would have still lost that war. One man would not have made the difference. Remember this. The size of the economy in the South, the entire South, was one-fifth the size of New York's economy. Over a long enough period of time, you can't win a war when you are so overmatched economically like that. It's just very, very difficult because you can't, it goes way beyond just the bullets and stuff like that. You can't feed your people and not just your troops. When you're dealing with a war like that, you, these troops, they have wives back home, children back home, families back home. Life still has to go on in the cities. You're talking an entire region of the country starving to death. And then when the, once the North starts really invaded, invading Sherman's March to the Sea and whatnot, they're destroying the civilian infrastructure. How many people starved to death during all that time? You can't overcome something like that. The, the only chance the South truly had to win that war was quickly. If you're in a war like that against a major power that has a way bigger economy than you and they'll have more cannonballs, more bullets, more food, more jackets, more everything, you have to win quickly. Or on the flip side of that coin... It has to be something like Iraq or, or not Iraq, like Afghanistan, something like that. You have to have a people where just a different mindset, I guess you could describe it, where they're not going to quit even if all the civilians start dying. Even if the wife, kids back home get killed, they're not quitting at all. They just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. We were not built that way back then, and I don't know that it's good to be built that way, right? I'm glad we care about our women and children in this country. That's a good thing to care about. But the, 
I love the Civil War. I think it's an endlessly fascinating conflict. I love arguing. People get hot about it and they'll argue to this day. And look, I, I have generals I love on every side. I understand the causes of every side. I'm not one of these morons who just shouts, North good, South bad. I'm not, I don't do that at all. I have a lot of admiration for a lot of people in the South, a lot of brave men who fought there. It just, uh, I'm not passionate about taking a side, but I know this, the South, well, the South wasn't going to win that war. Stonewall Jackson or no Stonewall Jackson. Well, I accidentally burned up the entire sec- last segment. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. That's all. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone-fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. choq.com, code JESSE. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.